Nope. I am not a master at relationships. <laughs> However, only by being in relationships can I learn to become one. It's not entirely easy to recognize the vastness of how crucial a relationship is. Yet, what are relationships really for? I'll be speaking to you here on multiple dimensions of what a relationship is and what it is for. Ultimately, the one relationship we do have, and which we all have, is our relationship with the totality of the universe. I often use Christian terminology. However, it is not likely that I sound as if I'm speaking about the same Christianity in which you are aware of. Here, today, we will be attempting to use relationships properly for the evolution of our consciousness, the evolution and healing and learning process in which this life and our lives throughout the eternities are building up to. So there are many variations of these ideas, even your one relationship you might be in or a few, <laughs> has a greater picture, a higher purpose, a, a fulfillment that establishes in this lifetime of an eternal perspective. So while, yes, you may or may not have a relationship with a partner, a lover, you may have only relationships with co-workers or relationships with family members or the lack of or an animal or a plant. But relationships involve everything. It is how you deal with everything, everyone, every place, and how you respond with it. I hope you can Join us today and follow into the depths of an eternal perspective of what and how to use a relationship properly. If you would like first-hand assistance in the spiritual perspective of your relationship, attempting to find peace and happiness within this relationship we can work with you this show is brought to you by conscious spirit coaching which is with myself you can find more information of that at openandclear.com also many other programs are available there openandclear.com let's go ahead and get started with what it means to have a relationship with the whole universe. <laughs> the real definition of a holy relationship. 
<laughs> so beautiful. This music is mm, so romantic. I, I gotta turn down the lights. Welcome. 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 Now I might get into the mechanics of this every now and then. It, it's definitely important to get personal when we're talking about relationships and when we're talking about how important it is and in various, I mean, there's such a variety of relationships and I'm not even just talking about, you know, your, your intimate uh, sexual or relationships of, <laughs> I don't even have a word for it. But even like right now, you and I, you know, here with you, yeah, <laughs> this is a relationship. You know, the, me and this chair. I know, I know. You're probably just like, oh yes, I completely agree. And your husband's over there, rolling his eyes, saying how ridiculous this all sounds. <laughs> it's true. And you know, that's the lightheartedness that's almost required to get to the full realization of what a real relationship is for. Now, there's pretty much two types of intimate relationships. And one is trying to confine two people into a box. And the other is quite freeing, actually. Did you know that single people, the majority of single people crave to get into a relationship and the majority of people in long-term relationships crave to be single. You know how funny that is? It's very interesting if you really grasp what that means and how beneficial it would be to combine both of those I mean I understand that you have your moral standards and I'm really not saying breaking those but when we get into the freedom idea and pretty much letting two single people be in a relationship together it doesn't really change the status of being single you know as much as you change the mindsets when you get into a relationship and you attempt to really focus on one person which is just so beautiful it is a box that you're stressing yourself out with and as much as it is beautiful there is that freedom of I mean to say if you weren't in that relationship tomorrow I mean, it might take you weeks to finally recognize that you're free. But just think about that. How would you feel? I mean, you would have that yearning, that craving for that companionship still. It's beautiful. But then you also enjoy the freedom of going out and looking for that companion. You'll be doing things that, you know people that look for companions do you'll be able to go go out dancing again 
Now, no way am I condoning or condemning anything, really. I'm not telling you to break up. I'm not telling you to get together. The only thing I'm really suggesting for everyone and any relationship is open-mindedness and wholehearted acceptance. So we can get into all the details of, of the dimensions and real experiences of spirituality and often what I talk about on many of my other programs and how really you are only in a relationship with what many would refer to as God and the entirety of the universe and that leaves nothing out. That's really just you and this essence. As much as you make one person special and they really truly are, it is what is about them, even as the life in you is not separate from the rest of the universe. And without the universe, you would have nothing to be or do, even as, you know, you would like to think without you, the universe still exists and goes on. But the essence of life, without the essence of life that everyone knows, as you refer to anything that's living, is a perspective the universe cannot be what it is or what it seems to be without. This idea that you're seeing something out there, you're seeing a world that has some sort of construct and structure, is all because of the life in you. And if you identified and recognized that this life is completely continuous and everlasting, and has been a part of the universe before you were born and after you will die, regardless if you think of that as eternal or somehow different than even just energy, that your body, even after, after a tree falls, is still working and decomposing. It still has life and goes into the earth as much as the earth has supposed life by definition. In this understanding is that this life and your partner's life is what is having a relationship. While you're doing it in different cloaks that you call bodies, it's really this life having a relationship with itself through different variations and different perspectives. So it might not be easy to, especially on the first attempts, to identify yourself with quite literally the life and soul of the universe and that your partner has the life and the soul of the universe in them. This is the whole reason astrology is even possible to do what it does. As you read your signs and you're, you're seeing how compatible or incompatible you are and you've ignored the ones that you didn't want to listen to and you're like, no, I'm going to make this work because he's really cute. This is completely acceptable, but you're most likely listening to this show because you're having some sort of difficulty in your relationship. You might be listening to this with your partner. And that's perfect, that's beautiful. But this is about you. This is about recognizing and identifying what is that which is actually within you. 
And if you were able to do this and had done it and do it in each moment, you will embrace and confront your partner in a different fashion that you'll start to identify this life in them. Then strip away. Let's try this. Maybe not just stripping right up first, but take an image of your partner or maybe a partner you want and try and see the life in them. How do you define that they're living? I mean, the body you can see, right? And you want to say it's alive because it moves and, and it talks back to you and it seems to think and it can move its eyes, those beautiful eyes. So think of that death experience that they say is going to happen to everybody. What is it there that left that person? It might be hard to imagine your partner now lifeless in front of you. But the only reason you think you can see that is because you are able to imagine the separation or difference between what the life in them is and what their body is. So regardless if this goes into the realm of the soul or supreme consciousness or really it doesn't matter what about the philosophy or religion, you might have your specific terms you use and that's beautiful. Really it's to identify that this relationship that you're having is actually with that essence of life. Even after the body dies away, there's that essence of life that you can still recognize you can still identify in a crowd of these lives. Even though it might seem as if you wouldn't be able to because you're looking for a body, you're looking for their face, their hair color, or lack of. It's really what you are isn't actually seeing bodies at all. What you are is this essence of life putting images on what you are. So right now, you, as much of a stretch as it might be, are not actually a body, not actually seeing bodies. You're seeing that life in you. And you're looking about, and you might look at, at all the relationships you have, your family, your friends, your animals, your pets, your cars even. What is it that is recognizable? Now, this might be a subconscious processing that actually happens. And you might not actually recognize that this is a real occurrence. But when you get real intimate with yourself and you recognize that the true self in you has nothing to do with your life and what you've been through and the relationships you've been in and the skills and classes you've taken and achieved and the talents you have that you strip all of this away usually what people are afraid of is losing all of this losing all their money and their food and their livelihood and the, the nice couch they once had And this relationship that you have 
if you really identify and recognize that essence in you, you can look at your partner again. And now imagine them without their body. All of a sudden you have a different idea of them. I mean, you think you can see an image of them without their life, and now there's this dead body. But can you see their life without their body? Then what is it that is there? You feel that same connection that you fell in love with. You feel that same person, that personhood, a real intimacy. If you actually were able to divide these aspects or dimensions of this person, you've never actually been in a relationship with a body at all. So as we go along, we, we can make this and break this up and, and help and, and support. As, as you know, I offer relationship counseling. And really it is all this dividing up and breaking down of what is reality. That even though your relationship seems so finite, it is through the actual discovery of the infinite that you see the potential of all relationships open up to you. Now, I'm not talking you have to achieve a light enlightenment in order to finally have a, have a healthy and non-argument relationship, but you do have to recognize the actual definition of love. And that, to say, has a definition at all is what I would define that life to be. If you could see past all of the body that is in front of you and the body's stories and, and what the body does and has done and been through and, and how they talk funny or chew with their mouth open and you can see past all of that and you can recognize the life without the body. You're starting to recognize that true love. It's when you start getting obsessed with what their body's done and where their body's gone and who's that body's talked to and, and how it's not enough for you or you want more or whatever. You forget not just the love for them, but the love that they are so easily. Now I will tell you that I've been through my relationships. I've, uh, I'm on my third marriage. However, I can also tell you that if we have argued at all, it has only been three times throughout our so far three years. You know, it's like a holiday. But as much as arguing requires that you're enforcing your opinion or your way or understanding or something upon the other person, 
And if you just saw them as a unique, free individual, to be unique, free in any way that they wanted to be. And of course, it would hurt you. It might hurt you if they went and did things you didn't want them to do. But if you saw them as who they are, that's who they are. That you accepted and wanted the whole package, the whole kick and caboodle thingy deal. You can't have a definition of what that package is. And then they go out and do something that was out of your definition or your box of defining them. And then you're all upset. How could they do this? They're not the person I once knew. It's impossible for them to be anyone else. Yeah, they might have had a mask on within that box and, and you kept them in that definition. But when you're really open-minded and accepting, it's about expanding. It's about growing together and a real spiritual process that actually occurs and naturally accepting someone more and more. Yeah, they're going to do their crazy shit. They're going to be all over the place many times. They might even stay very good and happy and beautiful by your definition for a very long time. And then all of a sudden it just explodes. Unexpected material surfaces. You just got comfortable, didn't you? You were in this little rut. And it would be nice to to have something different. Oh, what an excuse you have now. That they they went and broke your covenant your agreement and now you can you have that sensation of freedom all of a sudden come back up right if you really got intimate with yourself and really got honest with yourself you'd recognize that if you're in a relationship now you want to be and if you're feeling confined it's not about the relationship it's about the box that you define together what that relationship should be and I might say that if you're going by unwritten rules of society and you haven't actually talked about it, how important it is to actually discuss and define your relationship. For even if you're going by society's rules, you're most likely not from the same household, I hope. And you're most likely not have grown up in the same body and perspective. So as much as you think you know the unwritten rules, so do they. And I gotta tell you, it's likely that they are a little different. 
So this whole idea that you know what cheating is, for an example, it makes sense. The whole point of defining a relationship seems to be exclusive, and which is perfectly acceptable and beautiful. You're there to support each other. But then when you start craving or looking outside of that commitment, it's because you didn't actually want a relationship. And that's not to say that you shouldn't be in a relationship, but you didn't want that definition of a relationship. You can be in a relationship and be out together and be around together. Now, I'm not telling you to be in an open relationship, even though that's perfectly acceptable. I'm simply discussing that everything is possible and everything is okay. So if you, too, both of you, had a specific opinion about what you wanted for your relationship, and you shared that with your partner and they were not okay with it, you're not in or with the right partner. Your partner should believe and accept exactly the same things that you believe and accept. It's a natural condition. If you wanted to get into the twin flame idea, but most likely you had a wonderful time of infatuation and you wanted to try and make something out of it. And while it's true that relationships need work, it's not true that you need to force that work. Yeah. Relationships are hard when you misunderstand them. You and myself and everyone is a perfect individual. And while I say that you would be in a relationship that you would both agree with your moral standings, not necessarily comprehensions of the same belief systems or theologies, but that you would believe it's okay to do certain things, even as the other partner would say it's okay to do those certain things. What it is, is finding that aspect of yourself that completes you. And that's not to say necessarily dependence, but the purpose of a relationship is to realize that without the universe, you are not whole. And the universe without you is not whole either. And if you put that into your definition of your personal special relationship, it would be far more successful than any definition of what society has told you or history has told you. You're in a relationship with the life of all the universe. And that universe is choosing to be you right now. It's choosing in this moment to be you here 
in that relationship. To have the misunderstandings and the the acceptance and the, the rejection ideas and all the beliefs that you have. It wants those eyes. And it's looking at your partner, feeling that same love you're feeling. The only thing I would say that is different, most likely, from what you feel and what the universe wants for you is complete freedom. Complete freedom. Like it wants to be completely free. You know what I'm talking about because I'm talking to that life in you. That life, you feel it. You want companionship and you want freedom. How is it that you can have both? It is very personal to you and your personal relationship. So if you wanted help in trying to comprehend it, trying to work it into your relationship, please contact me. Openandclear.com or simply going to www.openandclear.com That's O-P-E-N a-N-D-C-L-E-A-R Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful self. Have a beautiful relationship. <laughs>